As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Thank you for listening to Untapped Keg, part of the Believe Podcast Networks. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus for on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE and bet responsibly, please. On to the show. What's up, sports fans? Welcome to Untapped Keg Sports, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Here, I'm one of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman, with my good friend, the Alpha Dog, number one, Monte Ball, brand new owner of a PS5. What's up, big dog? Yes, indeed. Um, all is well, man. I, I, I'm catching up as as we shared earlier. Catching up on a lot of sleep. Um, just been moving, obviously, and taking care of that. Is it's just you know that you most definitely know how that goes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> most definitely know. Haven't done how it for years. Goes. Say what? I said haven't done it for years. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That man, uh, it thing things are, things are, things are good. Things are most definitely good. Um, awesome. How about you? Um, you know, I, I, I got nothing to complain about still in that honeymoon phase, being in a new place. Uh, right. things are looking, looking up. Things are looking good. Starting to get things put together for the show, obviously. Um, yeah, you know, just get kind of getting the new schedule down for the kids and, 
going from there. So, you know, this is this is my favorite time of year for sports. I mean, you got anything and everything you could want. You want good football? Obviously, there's good football, unless we're talking about the Wisconsin Badgers. Then you want good baseball? It's the best time of the year for baseball. It doesn't right. matter who you're a fan of. This is the best time <laughs> of year for baseball. Right, right. You want some NBA action? Guess what? NBA starting up. Let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> Bucks in six, baby. Bucks in six. And then, you know, NHL starting up. If you want NHL, you want some good soccer. Like, we got FIFA World Cup qualifying going on, so we got really good soccer. A lot of uh, a lot of things to get excited about if you're a U.S. national team fan. You know, there's just... This is my favorite time of the year. And there's just so much optimism, so much hope around sports, but then... It can be go to every other part of your life as well. Like the weather's like perfect, long sleeve t shirt weather. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's fantastic. That's how I feel. It's a good time. It's most definitely a good time. There's there's no shortage of good stuff to watch on TV at all. Yeah, that's a good one too. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of good stuff on TV around this time. Pick it up. Holiday season. A lot of fun stuff. Real festive moments, I shall say. A lot of more uh, decor. I mean, it's a good time. It's a good time. But, uh, of course, we're here to talk sports. We're not here to talk decorations. We're not here to talk Halloween, bullcrap, none of that. We're here to talk sports. What the heck's going on in the sports world? Well, it started off, I kind of alluded to it a little bit. But we're going to approach this in a different way. Because both of us are kind of sick and tired of talking about... um, Talking about it from uh, the same perspective, but we right. have to talk about Wisconsin Badger football and what yeah. we have been seeing. So, have to. Number one, okay, I think we're done dogging. The players were done dogging the coaches. Everybody knows how we feel. Uh, everybody knows how disappointed we are. Um, but we want to talk about it in a different perspective. If you want... X's and O's, you want that perspective. There's podcasts out there for you. Yeah. Now, we're going to look at it more from a mental health perspective and from uh, just an all-around perspective because it's, let's put it out there, a lost season. It is a lost season. What do you do in a lost season that, you know, you, you need to show improvement, but right. they're not having fun. They're not. There's no fun being had at all with this team, period. Whether it be from a fan perspective, whether it be from a coaching perspective, or a playing perspective. What are you seeing in that terms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think when you do look at this season right now, the only opportunity right now that the Badgers have for a very successful season is if Penn State beats Iowa um, and if we beat Iowa. Um, that that is a scenario where we can kind of sneak ourselves back into the conversations of it being a being a really good season. But the chances of that happening currently right now are slim, just based on the way that those two teams are playing and based on the way that the Badgers are playing. What I'm seeing right now, man, is I see a bunch of players who are nervous, worried. You know, they're they're they you know at times there you can catch them apologizing um in the media to to alumni and stuff like that. So they feel a lot of pressure on them. They feel a significant amount of pressure on them. And I think that is obviously taken away from the joy of the game. Um, That can happen. 
It most definitely can't happen. And that's why I also want to address this, too. I know that we can be critical, super critical. Uh, mm-hmm. We're very passionate, very passionate, of course. But at the end of the day, we are always in, at least, you know, speaking for myself, always in the Badgers corner um, through thick and thin. And at, and at the end of the day, they are kids. They're kids um, dealing with a lot of stuff. But got to call a spade a spade. Got to call it what it is. This is a disappointing season up to this point. The players don't look like they're having fun. Um, not at all. And that's just the, that's the disheartening part. That's the part that just, just hurts the most when you think about it, because it's at the end of the day, it's just a game. At the end of the day, it's just a game. And you know, that's the biggest thing. That's something that we've talked about a lot. Right. Is when, when we watch college sports, we understand that these are kids, like yeah. whether they're making money from their name, image, and likeness, they're kids and they're amateurs. Right. You are learning right. how to be a professional at this level. You don't learn it in high school. Right. So exactly. to see them be so disheartened and apologizing to alumni, I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, Badger football program. There's a lot of expectations. Um, so when you're disappointing, it's it's hard. It's hard to find joy. It's hard to find fun. It's hard to find, um, you know, silver linings at that point. When, when we're critical Obviously, I, I completely agree with you. We're always in the Badgers' corner. Oh, critical out of a place of love. Like we want the best for you. It is almost like you're a family. You expect the best from your family. Now you may not get it. You're going to be highly critical. Like your biggest critics are generally your family members, right? So true. So, so true. But they're also your biggest supporters. And I don't know anybody who's just like done with everything, like whatever. Like, no, they're always going to support who you are as a person as long as you be good people. Like, true. Sorry, man. I'm uh, no, that's fine. Don't fall into your cheap shots. You know, don't, don't be doing. I, I changed my lighting too. So, but don't try, try. Cheap shot. Like, don't get frustrated. Take it out on other teams. Like, try not to hurt people get better every week. That's all you can do. And how do you find fun though, in a season that could be lost? Like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this as a, as a player, Um, you know, that's difficult. That's something that this coaching staff has to do. Cause when you're having fun, it's easier to improve. It's easy to coach. Exactly. It's easy to take constructive criticism when you're winning. Um, it's easier to uh, wake up in the morning and, and go to workouts when you're winning. Yeah, this is a really great point. Yeah, yeah. How do you this, – this is where Coach Chris, Rudolph, Bo Stad, all these guys, Jimmy Leonard, this is where they make their money. This is where you make your money as a coach because, yeah, how do you motivate a team to still keep pushing forward when everybody can kind of see the writing on the wall um, that this – we are on track for this not to be a winning season. We may scratch and claw just to get to become bowl eligible this year. So, yeah, this is where the coaches make their money. This is where the athletic director, obviously it's a new one this year, but let's be honest, Alvarez still has his fingers and toes in there. This is where he and them make their money as well and feel a little comfortable about who they placed you know, as the coaches for this team because, yeah, this is, this is where it matters. How do you motivate these kids, these young men? to still wake up and, and, and play their hardest when, you know, chances are they're not going to be in Indianapolis this year. Yeah. So that's if a, you're a coach, how do you do it? What, what okay. do you do 
to yeah. make some fun because this and this is us like spitballing here. This right, I know right. we already said you've never had this like I never had issues having fun playing a sport. So, um, but I understand like when you put this much time in and it feels like a job, how you could get down and it just, you know, getting stuck in that rut. We've talked about on our other podcast a lot that happens. So let's spitball a little bit. Let's come up with some ideas here. You know, we're not talking about going out at night and playing tag with the team and like have a lock in to, (laughs) <laughs> increase you know team team morals here but what right 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 team morale i mean i mean right now as a coach this is where you talk to the players about heart this is where you talk to the players about you know their why why are you playing why are you really playing are you playing really just to just to get wins or what else are you usually playing for? Many times, more times than not, players are playing for many other reasons than just a W in the win column. Players are playing for, you know, they're the first person, generationally speaking, to 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 go to college from their family. Um, so they want to obviously continue that track of being a successful individual. Some people are playing to obviously make it to the next level. So they're trying to perform, continuously put great work on tape because they know the scouts are watching every single game. So, I mean, when it comes to being a coach at this moment, if it was myself, I talked to the players about that. I asked them, what is your why? What is your why? Why are you doing this? And then obviously 98% of them are going to give you those answers I just gave you. And they say, well, that those, those, those opportunities are still there for you. They're still there for you. So still come out, still grind, still play extremely hard because you still want to make your family proud. You still want to go to that next level and play and wear your name on your jersey, et cetera. I mean, those opportunities are still here for those players. Um, now, for it being a winning season, that's difficult. Obviously, that's going to be a little bit challenging. But again, hopefully that motivation that I just shared obviously helps out the, you know, a byproduct of that is 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 wins. Wins in the in, in the column. Honestly, it, here's, here's something my opinion. I love that. Yeah. I think that that is great. Wins may not come for this team. Like that's something right. that, you know, we've, right. we're accepting as a fan base. So showing improvement, being there for the person next to you, you know, that's, that's huge, right? Yeah, how, is- how do you bring added cohesion, bring that feeling that I'm not playing necessarily for myself. I'm also playing for this guy next to me. I'm also playing yes. for that guy. I'm also playing for the guy on the other side of the field. Like this might be one of the on and this is no joke. This might be one of the best Badger defenses, like ever. Yeah. But this offense is just such a letdown that it's going to go under the radar. Um, right. How do you how do you get people to play for the other side and just show improvement? Period. That's all you really need is improvement. Just to build. Yeah, just to build, and that's that's the mindset that you have to have right there is play for the guys next to you, play for your family. And, and, and if you focus on those two things right there, grinding away at those two things, the rest will fall in place. Um, and the fun will start to come back. Yeah. Yeah. It's it obviously, yeah, it's not fun losing and winning is fun, but watching these last two fourth quarters really 
makes the statement that these guys are not having a lot of fun. Um, when 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 it, when when the team puts up, and even it's not even on the defense either. It's pick sixes a lot of the times, or a fumble where the defense is placed in a very poor you know field position where they got ten yards to go for a touchdown. Um, you know we're talking forty eight points in the last two fourth quarters. 30 against Notre Dame that or that that was scored against us in 18 last week. I mean, this team really has got to work on finishing and then two. Yeah. I just want to see that fun. I want, I want these guys to have fun again. I really I think, do. Honestly, it starts. Something happens. That's kind of funny. Coach yeah. Chris laughing and giving the player a high five, letting him know it's going to be okay. Like right. legit, just, Show them that it's just a game and there's things that outside of it that matter just as much, if not more like that. That is, in my opinion, like as a leader, you start to show you can have fun even in moments of, of, uh, you know, despair, even in moments of disappointment, there's still times that you can have fun. And that's what they have to just rediscover because Last year, this team had no fun. They had fun in the first two games. COVID hit. No fun after that. You could see it the way that they played. There was no fun to be had. Since we've come into this year, it's the same thing. It's like it's 100% business, which is fine because we had big expectations for this team. They had big expectations for themselves. Not hitting those expectations. Now you need to bring some fun, and it's it's more than just business. Right, it, it's no, you're right. Life lessons. It's time, for, yeah, and it, not the wrong life lessons. It's time to start the right life lessons. So I'm still still trying to get situated on my chair here, but you're spot on, man. You're spot on because again, we we were on the outside looking in. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, we're just speculating here, and that's what I wanted to share as well. My, this last interview I did um, with 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 the state, I, I wanted to make that those statements of you know, at the end of the day, you're you're you don't owe us an apology. You're not playing for just, you're not just playing for us former players. And what I mean by that is just, you know, upholding the image, the name of the brand, et cetera. Um, you know, you're, you're most definitely playing for yourself and the guys side by side, because again, we're at the end of the day, we're just talking as we're just speculating. But if you are a player right now and you stumble across this or you stumble across anything else that we've shared previously, please just know that we get it. We understand there's more to it than just what meets the eye. We get it here at Untapped Kick. We most definitely do. Um, but we just want for you to have fun. Yeah. We want to see that fun back. Lose, but have fun. You know, that's 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 my wish. That is my wish. I agree. I want I want to see them not completely dejected and not completely um, down and in the gutter. Yeah. I want to see the mental well-being of the athletes come up because this is the most like most fun you're going to have in your life like legit colleges there's going to be other moments where you're going to have just as much fun and maybe a little bit more but they turn into moments and it's not times right yes because you're going to be in the workforce whether that is playing at a professional level in the sport or whether it is you go back into the workforce and you do something else yeah. It's not all like a few people are lucky. They get to do exactly what they wanted to do. And that becomes a time that's also fun. But you look back at your college years 
and you there's just a different kind of a memory and i want those memories to be good for them i don't want these memories to be just man the expectations that we had and we couldn't live up to it and this goes to you know i'm just going to call it straight out this goes to graham mertz as well like we put expectations on you that were were unfair as a fan base and it's not your fault if you can't hit it it just that's just how it is nothing happens in a vacuum right so true nothing yeah. happens but in I, a vacuum we don't know all of the yeah we don't know all the surrounding aspects right of anything we don't know what post-covid is like yeah you know what i mean yeah I have, mean, have a diagnosis i think and, and please I'm, I'm not an expert not an expert so please do your own research um but i think they have something that's called like post-covid symptom that there's, they're finally long term yeah uh Call it long COVID, and it's like is, your brain is. is fuzzy. Uh, That's what it's like. I've seen. Uh, I actually have a friend that on Facebook talking about it. Like they yeah. have not been able to think clear since they've had it. Like there's always blocks in their brains where they can't person, think of everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a person that I'm that yeah, good friend of mine. She said the same thing. So yeah, I bring that up because obviously you know. Mertz had COVID, or are we? We don't know if he's experiencing long COVID, and we don't we don't know what that's like. So again, at the end of the day, we're gonna be critical, uh, but we want for our fan base and we want for the players to know that as well. Where it's it's because it comes from a place of 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 love. If that if that makes sense, we we we're very critical on on the folks that we care about um, in a respectful manner. Um, so yeah, for me, man. To kind of finish that point, if I'm the coach, this is where you make your money. Mm-hmm. This is where you take strides as a coach. Um, because at the end of the day, yeah, it's easy to coach when you're winning. Actual real coaching comes about when adversity strikes. So we'll see. And run some trick plays. Have some fun <laughs> that way. Right? Like that's no, another right. way. Right. That's another way to bring some fun back to the team. You're right. Blitz a you're cornerback. Right. Blitz a cornerback to sack the quarterback. Like you know, dance a little bit hit on the sidelines. Yeah. Like it's time to have some fun. It's time for some leaders right. to step up and show that you can have some fun. Jump around comes on. Jump around. Have some fun right. with the fans, right? So it's not all it doesn't all have to be business and serious. So moving on from that. Look, we I want to talk about this because the connection oh, yeah. with the connection with you. And the, obviously the storyline that it's going to be coach B facing Wisconsin, Brett Bielema facing where he made his name, where he made his mark, where he had some very successful seasons. And I would say some disappoint, not just disappointing ones, but like, um, under performing, uh, yes. for what should have happened. Yes. How how much emotions do you think Coach B is going to have facing the Wisconsin side? And how much do you think Coach Chris and Coach Bielema still have a friendship? Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a tough – this is a tough game, man. So because, you know, on paper, you know, well, but many people got Wisconsin winning, obviously. I haven't even checked the spread yet, but I'm assuming it's probably at least six, six and a half um, for Wisconsin. Um, possibly more, actually. It's probably more than that. 
But to me, this is a dangerous game because you're playing a game with a coach that is going to be extremely emotional this game for obvious reasons. Um, Very emotionally driven um, game this is going to be. And in my opinion, I believe that Bielema doesn't have really much to lose. Yep. Um, because he's not supposed to win. And that's that makes him even more dangerous when when he's just coming to the table with nothing to lose, so he has nothing to prove. Um and I think it's I, th- I think the pressure's on the Badgers. So it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a closer game than most people believe. Um if you want my honest take, my honest take, and I'm gonna keep it the same as the take I had um elsewhere, is is I, I do believe the Badgers are gonna fall short. I do. So, I, I, I do. The Badgers are 11 point favorites right now. 11. Okay. I still don't. My gut is telling me Badgers are going to fall short uh, because of many reasons. If you look at every single every single aspect, I was going to say facet, but every single aspect of our game, every single, yeah, facet, let's go with that. The one that worries me the most that allows for underdog teams to win is special teams. Period. Sure. Period, and our special teams is very poor, and that is the that's that's where underdog teams win. That's where they get the field position. Appalachian State a while back it wasn't a freaking field goal, was it, or an extra point or something? They blocked and returned. It was a field for, goal, yeah. Yeah, special teams. That's where underdogs win, and I feel like we're we're underperforming in that field big time, and they're going to exploit it for sure. That's that's a really good, really good point. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've I've been dogging, I've been called predicting a loss pretty much on every single game except for Eastern Michigan. So right, obviously, right. I I think the Badgers are going to have troubles winning every single week. Uh, mm. I'm excited to see what Coach B looks like on the sidelines because I have not, I haven't seen Illinois play at all this year. So I'm just excited to see the emotion that he's coaching with. I'm excited to see some poor clock management on that side for obvious <laughs> reasons. I think everybody who's a Wisconsin fan knows and just chuckled a little bit. Um, you know, yeah. I'm excited for this matchup just for the Bielema aspect. I don't yeah. care about the football aspect, really. Um, <laughs> it's going to be like 90% of the viewers. I view Bielema the same way I view Mike McCarthy, and that's should have done mm-hmm. a lot more with what he had. While he was here, I appreciate the accomplishments that happened because he did accomplish some pretty high stuff here. You know, he's I, great at recruiting. He that's what I was gonna say. Russell Wilson comes to Wisconsin partially because of Bielema. Yeah, it's true. That is the truth. Yeah. And yeah. so you don't have the Russell Wilson Wisconsin storyline without Bielema. Right. I'm. Very disappointed with the way that he left. Like, that left such a bad taste. But the reason he left, I don't think, was a bad reason. Wisconsin no. would not pay assistant coaches, period. That's, what that's confused why he left. Us. That's what confused us the most is like, dude, the decision you made, we all would have made, but why didn't you just tell us? Right. Right. Well, yeah, please continue. So, yeah, I, I want to hear your take. Honestly, I that's what I and I want to see if there still is a friendship between Chris oh, and Bielema beyond just uh you know cordial 
the cordial professional right. relationship between Big Ten coaches. I'm going to guess and say that there is. Um, I think that Bielema was instrumental in helping Chris get, Absolutely. just like Alvarez, in helping Chris get to a head coaching job. Um, I think Alvarez was just as instrumental in that. Um, and I, I, my guess is that Chris respects the heck out of Bielema, and Bielema probably respects the heck out of Chris. So I'm excited to see the hug because I'm guessing there's not going to be a handshake. I'm guessing it's going to be a hug. And that's that's going to be kind of cool to see, despite how I feel. As far as the <laughs> product that's going to be on the field, um, this is going to be an ugly game. It's going to be an ugly game. And I don't know how good of a coach Brett Bielema is, period. Um, we'll see when he gets his recruiting classes. He's going to have some growing pains. Yeah. He needs, he needs to nail his assistant coaches for sure. He needs to nail them in order to grow that program. I think he'll get some talent there. Um, but as far as being able to coach up talent that's there, that's not quote unquote his, um, I just don't, I don't know how good of a coach, uh, he is. So right. this is going to be one of the last games that I feel like Wisconsin has a chance to win this year. I'm not going to predict very many, but Army? I, they are not going to cover 11. Army. They're not. I don't know if they can beat Army. I'm. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I don't know who this Wisconsin team, this offense can beat, to be honest. No, um, no, honestly. You got a fair point, dude. We're all in the same where it's like we just don't know. Um, but what we do know is our ball security on offense and special teams is probably – there's probably no probably to it. It is – I would put my bottom dollar on it. It, it is probably the worst in the country. The worst in the country. It's, it's, in the it's country. comical. It's comical. And so – if I'm Coach B, we all know how Coach B plays. Coach B, you guys remember 2010, fake punt against Iowa. I mean, this guy this guy will roll the dice on special teams. Absolutely will roll the dice and do some trick stuff on special teams. That's where they beat us. I'm telling you. That's where they're going to beat us. Special teams. They're going to beat us in special teams. Um, and, and that's going to be the unfortunate part. I hope I'm wrong. But... My gut's saying that's where they beat us. Coach B is aggressive on special teams. Yeah, I'm. It's going to be an emotional game at the start. I yeah. think for Bielema and Chris. Um, obviously, the players. I don't. I, I think the players will feel it a little bit, but I don't know if they'll understand it uh, right. as much. You know, Rudolph to uh, the coaches that were there. Obviously, um, it's going to be. It's emotional. That's why I think it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm. I want to see if these players can look, find something to be uplifted by. Just True. hopefully, the coaches can do something, and uh, that's what I would like to see. So we'll see. Come tomorrow, what happens? I'm not. I'm not going to predict this one because I don't want to be negative. Um, I'm kind of negative. What's the wrong with? We we've shared that we we owe our fan at the end of the day. Hopefully the players understand this. Again, we we will ride with you players to the end of time. 
but our listeners deserve fine true fine take uh all right all right, right. Kind of that is i love badger i'm a badger till i die but my prediction is we don't win this game i i'm gonna say the final score is gonna be very shocking yeah it's gonna be wisconsin 10 illinois 24 and I think it's going to be put away by the fourth quarter. Special teams are our de- our defense giving up points. I don't think we're no. Well, I mean, I think they're going to be given short fields, right? Uh, yep. And yep. then spe- by yep. whether it be special teams or turnovers, yep. uh, I just don't see unless short field they bring something. Run. They bring something that they haven't brought, right? Right. So hopefully they can strategize and we can see something. But yeah, you're right about needing to uh, be true to our fans. So our listeners, our listeners, I'll be, I'll be negative. I guess. I mean, that's not even. I don't. I don't see myself predicting this Wisconsin team to beat anybody for the rest of the year. I'm telling you that right now. I don't see myself predicting that. And and that's a and that's here's here's again. We're Badger fans. We want our Badgers to win. But, yes, our listeners, you guys deserve our honest takes. And RJ's take, Badgers do not sneak out of Illinois with a win. Same for me. I think special teams is going to be the deciding factor of this game. And, yeah, those 24 points are going to be given up on our on, on, on the defense, but short fields I blame on special teams, especially if that defense is always out on the field. Yes. It's going to be very tiresome. <laughs> And that's Very. Thing, one big play. You know, you could be yeah. you taking a gamble because you know that you need to make an interception. You know that you need to make a play. That's when you're susceptible to the big play. And that's right. what I see happening. So honest, fair take. Uh, so we got two two losses. I, I think I'm I'm yeah. I got I got Illinois. I mean last time last time we were in Illinois, yeah, different team. But we lost. But we lost. And Even though, yeah, different teams. But Jonathan Taylor. We were a better team on offense. And here's the thing. I, I get it, different teams, but you know darn well they're watching that tape. Yeah, they're watching the tape from last year where Cone, or not Cone, excuse me, uh, Mertz went went off five touchdowns. Where they're watching that one too, but guarantee you they're watching it two years ago as well. So it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. So moving from one bad special teams team to another and uh, the Green Bay Packers, you know, they come away with that big win at Lambeau against the Steelers. Um, did you get to catch any big, of the game at all? Big. I actually did. It's and so, big. The only reason I say big is because it put them at three and one and it gave them, you know, Steelers control are, of the NFC North. Steelers are Josh. That offense is atrocious. It's <laughs> It's not, in my opinion, it's not necessarily the offense. It's Ben Roethlisberger. You think? Yes. Watching that game, here's what I want to talk about. The Packers are in trouble. Special teams and defense, they have massive holes. Massive yes. holes. If they aren't called offsides on that block kick at the end of the half, we're probably talking about a 2-2 two and two Packer team. And then... And- 
So you, you have you have holes on your defense. You have holes on your special teams. You're giving up long returns constantly. You're almost getting, you know, block kicks constantly. And it's coming from Robert Tunyon's side. So do you need to get Robert Tunyon out of there and put somebody else in? Probably at this point because Tunyon's showing he doesn't care about blocking. Mm. He's just, I mean, it's like three and it kicks in a row that it came Tunyon's side. Um, what, what, what was this? Extra point? That was or punt? This no, is uh, what? field goals. Field goals. Field, field goals, goals and okay. extra points. The game winner, I didn't know it was this close till I saw a screenshot. The game winner against San Francisco was almost blocked. It went over the guy's hand by like less than an inch, by like half an inch. Wow. Um, so we could we could be talking about a one and three Packer team pretty easily. And it starts that defense minus Jerry Alexander. Who are you relying on in that secondary? Like that's even when Alexander was there, Alexander gave up a touchdown, but he was right on him like glue. It was good coverage on that touchdown. It was just a good throw and a good catch. Yeah, sometimes you, you just get sometimes beat, it, yeah, it sometimes it happens, oh. right? Yeah. That's what the quarterback's getting paid too. <laughs> the, after that, Alexander gave up nothing. Comes up on that that big third down stop, and then yeah. might have ended his season hurting his shoulder. So we still the he's not playing this week. Jury's Is King still, still out? You know? King's out with a concussion. Right, I saw that. King's so out Stokes, too. Yeah, Stokes has been playing well, but he's still young. So, you know, that defense. If Ben Roethlisberger is league average in that game, that defense gives up at least two touchdowns. There were. Who do you think's wrong? Big Ben. Who do you think's wrong? Roethlisberger. He's always, he's, they they said that his uh, he's dealing with a hip issue, but. Dude, he's old man. Dude missed yeah, four touchdowns at least. He missed four. Who's their backup? Uh it's still um Duck Hodges. Mm. Okay. So or no, no, they also have Dwayne Haskins. I don't know if he's on oh, the active yeah. roster or not, but they picked up Dwayne Haskins. Like, hold on, I could have swore there. Yeah. You know, they, but Hodges is, I know Hodges is still there because I saw him on the feet on the side of <sighs> Who do you guys have this week? The Bengals. I don't think they're beating the Bengals. The Bengals three and one, or what? Their they, offense two? is really good, and their defense is like league average. So, I saw that the other day. Oh, and they beat good teams, right? I mean, they beat good teams so far. So, dude, I mean, this Bengals team is for real. Like Joe Burrow's playing lights out. I honestly think that. Um, Dude, this offense, that's another thing I was going to say. This offense had a chance to put the Steelers away twice, and they didn't. So you're having issues with Mm. the defense not communicating. Obviously, they made some really nice plays. Obviously, they stopped them. They should have given up probably two more touchdowns, if not three, uh, on these long passes that Roethlisberger missed. They didn't, though, and there's something to be said for that. But yeah. now you're minus your best defensive player. You are getting some pressure. Some of it, you know, so I wish that they'd be able to get a little bit more. Um, I, I just, so you're having these issues giving up the deep ball. You can't finish the game on offense. 
goes back to the San Francisco game. You couldn't score a touchdown to put it away, right? You let them come. So you left the door open and they came back and took the lead. Granted, you won, but you got to put points on the board. You know, as the coach has said, all gas, no effing break. But for yeah, some yeah, reason, yeah. they get 24 points and they have issues putting the game away. They need to put up 40 is what they need to do. Yeah. For you. Two questions. Okay, so one, in your opinion, and and and, and let me get to the second question before you before you go before you go on. Okay. But but in your opinion, which coverage do you think that this defense is is performs the best in? And I'm not saying you know give me a breakdown each game of you know 50 percent man, the other 50 percent zone. Like no, honestly, with the personnel, what do you think they they function the best at? Did this you, this do you want to you want me to answer before the second one? Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just okay. just, just man quick to man man to man okay what were the and then the second question the last team who are these teams that they've played they played the 49ers they played the, the Lions Saints the Lions and the Steelers Saints Lions Steelers okay I see you thinking. What well, yeah, because I'm, about? Well, because I'm trying to I'm trying to get a breakdown real quick of of these teams. Who was their players? What are these players? That's the thing. Do that? Like, are they are they better covered? You know what I mean when they're in zone, man. I'm trying to do that whole breakdown right now live, but I'll, I'll have to come back with that next time. So, because my, my the level of competition my, is unknown at this point. Okay, because that's really my question. What are they? What is this defense's identity? Because to me, I don't understand how they're so much, how they're so bad compared to last year. What is it? Almost the same pieces? It's pretty much exactly the same pieces, different middle linebacker. And that's really the big change, minus Zadarius Smith. How do you go from you guys' defense was like top five last year, last season, possibly arguably top three, to now you're literally at the bottom? And the safety position last year, one of their strengths was the safety position. Their safeties balled out last year. And their safeties are just, it's miscommunication after miscommunication. Like, they're playing better last week than they were the week before. But it's just like, I don't, I don't understand what is happening. If it's just this complicated of a defense or. it just doesn't happen though because they ran it last year. So something is no, it's and, different. It's different scheme. Is it? Yeah, it's a different scheme. Okay. Okay. Because okay, never. Mind. Yeah, they have a new defensive coordinator. But you're right; they were top five defense. Yeah. I did not. That slipped. I did not. That slipped through me. I did oh, not know you didn't that. Know that? I actually did they not. No, no, Pet- no. Mike Pettin last year, and oh, then geez. this year they have Joe Barry. Oh well, then that makes it wow. See, I I, I need to. You know, stay on top of my Green Bay Packers but stats. You had the bar. personnel to be good last year, right? I would argue very yeah. good. And then this year, those same personnel, you have people struggling, like budding stars, like Savage. He just has not been where he needs to be sometimes. Adrian Amos was like your anchor, and he's mm-hmm. just out of position all the time. And it just, I don't, I don't understand where the communication breakdown is. I don't know if it's because Chandon Sullivan just doesn't understand what he's doing in the slot. 
you know, yeah. obviously Kevin King just there was massive miscommunications there when he was playing. Um, the defense has played better without Kevin King, which is tells you a little not, bit of something. But um, not a surprise. Honestly, no. Eric Stokes has looked good. Uh, after that, it's just yeah. I just I'm worried about this Packer team. I don't think they're winning Sunday um, unless on offense they have a game where they score every single time they get the ball. But Aaron Rodgers missed three throws last week to put the Steelers away, and he knew he missed them all. And they were good routes. It was just poor throws. That's it was, it was on Aaron Rodgers that they did not put the Steelers away. I would not put the 49er game on Aaron Rodgers that they didn't put him away. I got you. Um, you want to talk about throws? Way off topic, but we're going to stay on your topic. But missed throws, Tom Brady. Whoa! I mean, Uh-oh. everybody, everybody has it, right? Everybody has those games. But you got to be able to with this defense, this lack of a defense, and this has been how it's been your entire career. You have to be able to put these teams away, and you have a really aggressive coach, which I love. But you, in that end of the third quarter, fourth quarter. You gotta put these teams away, and you just haven't been able to. It could spell, you know, and you never know what happens. Maybe they go in and they they see something, and they're able to pick on this defense and move the ball. Obviously, the Bengals defense has given up some points, but um, this Bengals offense is is a juggernaut, and yeah. they have a quarterback who's playing really well right now. I am worried the special teams is really really poor to put it politely, you know, but I just, I am not convinced on this defense. I'm a little, I'm very disappointed in their inability to shut the door at the end of games. Yeah. And like you said earlier, you know, you, when you have underdogs and special teams can let people stay around, it's, you, it's there. It's there. That's where underdog teams win. That's where they win is special teams. Yep. That's where they win. Because when it comes to special teams, who's paying attention the most in special teams meetings? The teams that are at the top of the top notch, the best, those are the teams that really, really focus on the special teams. Now, when it comes to underdogs, underdogs understand that that's where they can get those top dogs. That's where they can get you. That's where they can get you about the field position. So it's going to be interesting, man. The Bengals are rolling. Right now, and the Packers seem to be, you know, they 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 started the engine after a rough start to the year, but that bad boy's getting jammed a little bit. It's getting jammed a little bit, especially on the we'll, defensive side. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how if it continues to get better or if there's a little bit of a floundering. Right. I mean, similar, similar uh, when they talk about the Broncos. I mean, different different sides of the ball, of course, but kind of similar. Our defense is 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 pretty pretty good, playing pretty well. We got we got banged up a little bit. Obviously, we let some points on this last game, but our offensive side of the ball seems to be like the Packers' defense. We are just limping along. I mean, we we we've got some heavy hitters. We got some running backs. That being Melvin Gordon, he can take it seventy. Javante Williams is a bruiser, most definitely a great one-two punch, but. Now, with Teddy being out, possibly not playing this upcoming week against 
excuse me, against the Steelers. Sorry, I couldn't see right there. I mean, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting to see because Locke stepped in, but I'm just not confident in Locke. I'm not not confident in Locke. I think the great thing that Teddy brings to the table is, as I say it, and I'll keep saying it, his decision-making while he's scrambling with the ball, he still controls the football pretty well. So similar, limping along, but somebody's got to step up. Definitely. Somebody's got to, somebody's got to, but I, well, let me take, let me, let me rephrase that. Then just step up. You know, we, we just got, we just got to keep at it. Losing against the Ravens is not, not the end of the world. I think, but if you guys lose against the Bengals, Honestly, I don't think it's the end of the world again. You cannot win every single week, so I'm not I'm not gonna say the sky is falling. But I think that there is some philosophy challenges that this team needs to address. Uh you know, special teams is something that the Packers and honestly, poor defense has been the Packers MO since the Mike Holmgren era. Like Mike Holmgren leaves, all of a sudden you don't really have a dominant defense that carries a team. You're carried by the offense constantly. And every year your special teams is poor. Yeah. The only place that's not is Mason Crosby. He's been the only bright spot, right? You, But, I mean, you had Ryan Longwell as well. Like your kicker has always been solid. But other than that, like you've struggled finding a punter. You've struggled in right. return game kicks and punts. It's just, it's, it's frustrating as a fan that it's like the the same things that you struggled against before are the same things you're struggling uh, constantly. So that's all. That's 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 where I'm coming from with that, and that's why I could see him losing to the Bengals and then kind of going back to the drawing board and going forward. We'll see how it goes. I mean, right. uh, the Super Bowl aspirations every single year. Aaron Rodgers is quarterback. So barring a massive injury. Super Bowl aspirations is what it still is. True, true. That's a that, that that's good. That's some good takes right there. So, really good takes right here, there. Here's one I got got one for you, real quick. Uh, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Five minutes or less. D Rose is asking um, MVP candidates. Who, who okay. do you have for MVP can, candidates right now? Like, who do I have? Um, and, and I see he's got Justin Herbert. Got to have Justin Herbert in the conversation. Um, Allen, Josh Allen, absolutely. Um, some people are going to hate this, but Tom Brady is in there. Really? We're going to. Some people are going to hate it. Last performance wasn't great, but it was super rainy. It was raining like extremely bad. Um, that game. And then um, there's a fourth one. There's a fourth person I got. Um, I want to uh, add two to your list. Yeah, you go ahead, and I'll, I'll grab my fourth year. Kyler Murray. Oh gosh! Out. I don't know. I'll say Kyler. Matthew Kyler. Stafford. Um, See, he's playing. He's playing. But dude, I mean, the Rams look good. The Rams are dangerous. They're way more dangerous than they have been, and it's because of Matthew Stafford. Okay, I'll give you so, that. I didn't watch. And then here's a here's a dark horse. That if this team continues to perform pretty well, Jalen Hurts. He's got to be on the radar. It's early. 
It's oh, early. Yeah. He's on the fringe, but I will give it to Kyler absolutely. Yeah, I think Just Kyler my- Murray's MVP right now. Good gosh. I don't know how he slipped my mind. This guy's playing like he's been in the league for a long time and uh, got the hair long now and just, I don't know, his braids are coming. A little, he's balling. He's balling. Do you think Derrick Henry might end the streak of quarterbacks winning it? That would be sweet. That would be cool. I think if if any That'd non-quarterback be... is going to win it this year right now, it's Derrick Henry. So I mean, when it comes to the greatest running back of like of our era, He's 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 an era meaning what let's say last twenty years, twenty years, ah, fifteen. I mean he's up there with Adrian Peterson and 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 I mean he's 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 up there. Is he up there with Tomlinson? He's up there, LT. Uh, I don't know. Uh, LT, LT did too much, I think, in the passing game. In yeah. One year, uh, LT is unbelievable. I, I think LT is uh, up there because of his passing, but. Um, is still above him, but if they Henry's been catching the ball this year, so absolutely, they keep using I said that way. That's what I'm saying. He's up there. He's up there easily. Uh, he, he if he continues what he's doing, he's absolutely going to go down in history as as he's always going to be in the conversation. Yeah, uh, when you talk about great running backs in the National Football League. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Well, with that. Let's uh, wish everybody a great weekend. Enjoy some sports. Go Brewers. Go Brewers. Absolutely go Brewers. Uh, oh, oh, the walk off right there. I mean, I watched every listen. minute of that game, too. I watched every single minute. That was the first time I've watched a baseball game from first pitch to last in at least a decade. Because, you know, sometimes I'll go to the bathroom or I'll leave yeah. or I'll hop on the phone for like an inning. But no, every single pitch I watched, that is playoff baseball. Good gosh. Well, when, you, <laughs> when you're in the wild card and you won 100 and, 106 games in a year, I don't hmm. know how you're in a wild card. That should not happen, period. So <laughs> let's enjoy sports this weekend, everybody. Uh, we've been untapped keg sports. Find us Untap Cake everywhere. Uh, join us on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Central Time to uh, catch our mental health and sobriety podcast. Catch it in a any uh, podcast service. We'll be posted later. And then, you know, we're part of the Believe Podcast Network. Presented by Bet Online. Bet Responsibly. Where can they find you, Monts? You guys can find me at MonteBall28 on Twitter, Instagram, MonteBall, Untapped Cake Pages, send us questions, topics, what have you. We'll most definitely get back to you. We most definitely appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. RJ, where can they find you? You can find me, Untapped Keg everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Send us messages. We'll get back to you. Uh, and then you can find me on Twitter at ITZ Trickster. The I is a one in Trickster. And then... Uh, Let's have a good weekend. Enjoy some sports. Remember, it's supposed to be fun. Badgers, remember, we're going to have fun. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Catch us Sunday. It's going to be a great episode. So appreciate you tuning in. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.